How does an independent artist make it in today's music industry without a big fancy record contract or any kind of college degree? The answer? Welcome to the Musician Mastery Podcast, where we're taking a look at the new music business from the artist's perspective and taking you through the strategies that you need to know to navigate this new music economy. I've been in the music business since I was about 15 years old, so I've seen a lot of things, and I'm here to pull back the curtain on the music business. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Musician Mastery. I'm your host, Daxton Page, and today I have a very important message for all my musician friends out there that are graduating either high school or college in the year 2021. But before I get into this special message for you guys, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button to see more content just like this. You see, I've been a professional musician since I was about 15 years old, so I've seen a lot of good and a lot of bad, and I'm here on this channel to share my knowledge with you guys so that you can hopefully learn from my mistakes and learn good new strategies that'll help you make more money in your music business. So let's go ahead and jump right into these things that I want to cover for all of the graduating classes of 2021, specifically if you're a musician. So number one, I'm going to tell you guys a story, and you can tell me if you've ran into you know some situations very similar to this. When I was graduating high school, I had a buddy, and he was hanging out at my house, and we were probably a week or two away from graduating, and he asked me, uh, hey, Dax, do you know what you're going to do once you get out of high school? Like, Do you have any idea what you want to do? And I was kind of sitting around like, yeah, I want to be a musician. I want to be an entrepreneur. Like, that's what I want to do. I've always wanted to do that. And he looked at me with this fear like, I've got no idea what I'm going to do once I get out of high school. And if you're experiencing that fear, I would say something like, well, if you're a musician, I think you really know the answer to that question, but maybe you're just scared to actually commit to that decision. And so what I would say to you is, you actually have an advantage being a musician, leaving high school, leaving college. Most people, they get to the end of the finish line, because you think about it, you've been studying for 16 years or maybe longer to get out of high school, to get out of college, and once you get out of college, it feels like you cross the finish line. But as soon as you cross that finish line, you feel like you're at the starting line of another race. Um, and that feeling is not going to go away throughout life. This is a big tip I wanna give you guys, is that feeling of crossing the finish line. You just uh, completed a goal that you've been working on and now you just feel like you have to start over. You Now you're at the starting line for a new goal. That's how it feels to leave high school when that's all you've been working on for the majority of your life. But that's how it feels whenever you accomplish a goal that you've really been wanting. So let's say you do commit to being a musician and you go out and you sell like your first 100 records. You'll cross that finish line and then find yourself at the starting line of another goal. So this feeling of, whoa, what am I gonna do next? You solve that by keep aiming up. You keep aiming forward, right? Once you cross that first boundary of I completed high school, for some people, the next finish line is to complete college. Now, for some people, especially musicians, I wouldn't necessarily recommend the whole college thing, but if you're already going and you got accepted, good for you. You know, I'm happy for you. But here's the thing. Once you cross the finish line of any goal in your life, you are immediately gonna be placed at the starting line of your next goal. So don't resent this emotion when it starts to present itself. Learn how to harness it and learn exactly what's going on, which basically means you you accomplished the goal and now it's time for you to aim, pick a new one and accomplish that one as well. So let's kind of move on to the second point because it ties into what I'm talking about here, which is you need to precisely define your goals. There are so many people out there that do not have a defined goal that they're actually moving towards. 
They haven't defined what it means to make it in the business. I'll tell you a quick little story that I actually heard from John Mayer. John Mayer was talking in this uh, like lecture that he was giving at Berkeley about someone he knew that sold two million records. It was either two million records or sold two million dollars worth of records. And either way, you figure if you cross that finish line, you'd be one happy camper, right? You just sold two million dollars worth of music. Well, this person that John knew was actually miserable. And that was because of one fatal flaw that I'm trying to help you guys avoid, which is they did not precisely define the goal to which they were pursuing. And if you don't define your goals properly, you may cross the finish line and never know it. You may have crossed the finish line eight years ago, but because you never defined it, you never knew it. And because of that, you didn't feel fulfilled. You didn't feel satisfied, right? This is some of the stuff that musicians will run into after grinding it out for years and years and years, and then they cross the finish line and get to where they wanna go, and either they don't realize it's happened, or they're not grateful for it because they didn't really know what making it was, so two million records isn't enough because they never defined what enough was. So these two things sort of work in tandem. Once you cross the finish line of one goal, you have to precisely define where you're going next. So if you just cross the finish line of high school, now you gotta define what's the next goal I'm going to. Maybe the next goal for you is to start a group, a band. Maybe that's one of your goals. Maybe one of your goals is to release your first single. Whatever it happens to be, define it and be rigid with your result that you're going after. But don't be rigid in your approach to achieving that goal. See, what you wanna be is rigid in your results that you're after, but flexible in the strategies and tactics that you implement to reach that goal. See, most people have a one-trick thing that they're trying to do to get to their result. Like, I wanna sell a million records, so I'm only focusing on selling CDs and blah, 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 blah. When there's many other things that you could do outside just pushing your physical CD to increase your record sales. But if you're rigid in your approach, when that approach ceases to be effective, you won't adapt. You won't make the changes necessary. And by, uh, if we're following like the law of averages, most bands just quit. And that's gonna tie in to this little third point I wanted to bring to you guys, which is you have to be consistent. You can't quit these things just because you're not seeing immediate results. I remember the very first few years of being a professional musician and trying to go out and play shows. I was probably 15 at the time, you know, like halfway through 15 on my way to 16. And I didn't exactly know what to do. I didn't know what was going on. And I, you know, I didn't exactly know how to keep going. I just like, maybe I'll just take a gig whenever somebody asks me to come and play with them. Like, what do I do? What I figured out early on is that you have to be consistent. You have to go out and you have to play either shows on a regular basis, you have to post on social media on a regular basis and interact with your fans on a regular basis. You have to give your fans cool offers and merchandise bundles and deals on a frequent and consistent basis. If you're not doing these things, then you're gonna see some slowing down in your growth, and that's not what we want. And most bands, what happens is they see that slowing down of growth, and they feel like they've peaked. Like, oh, it's going down, I guess we're done. It's like, whoa, guys, life is about hills and valleys, and you have to be consistent even through the valleys, because I'll just kind of give you an example. There was this band, I'm not going to say their name because I know some of them personally, but they were super, super talented. Like, I thought they had potential to be another huge band. Like, they had the sound, 
They had the ability, they had the stage performance, but they were missing something. What they were missing was consistency. They weren't consistently putting out music. They weren't consistently posting on social media. They weren't consistently putting on shows and they weren't consistently trying to grow themselves, grow their following, grow the sound of their music. And as a consequence, the band, well, it disbanded. And it was really sad for everyone in the scene because everyone in the scene knew this band and knew they had potential and loved them. But when they disbanded, it just kind of showed you that this business can be very difficult. And if you're not consistent and you have this assumption and expectation that everything's gonna come to you quickly, then you're gonna be sorely mistaken and it's actually gonna affect the way that you perform within the industry. So what I want you to kind of remember is that you have to be consistent, right? And that's actually how you will win and beat out your competitors. So if you've got competitors, quote unquote, I like to think of them more as collaborators, but if you think of them as competitors, whatever, you've got these people in your local scene that you're trying to stick out from, right? You're trying to shine forth. Sometimes the way you do that is by being consistent because some of those bands will just fade off into nothingness as time goes on. And if you're that band that every time you get kicked down, you get right back up, you're gonna be a very hard person or band to stop in this business. You're gonna be a force of nature because nothing can stop you because you have consistency, right? So that is one of the biggest things I could you know, impart on you guys is be consistent, don't give up. And even if you experience some downtimes, keep going. I remember this time, when the band had worked for probably three or four straight years trying to play as many shows as possible to build up a following. And because of this, we were like, okay, we've got, we start, we're starting to get that momentum going on our side. Well, then it turned out that our singer died in a car accident, unfortunately. And it really sent the band kind of like, for a huge shock, we were like, what do we do? We just lost our singer. By the way, this happened less than a month less than 30 days before a tour that we had with then three-time Grammy-nominated rock band, Nothing More. And that was probably the biggest tour we had ever been on or even been asked to be a part of in our entire career. And we lost our singer about 30 days or less before the tour's first show was set to take place. What do you think most bands would have done in that situation? They probably would have called it quits or at least wouldn't have taken the tour opportunity. This is the type of consistency and drive that I'm trying to show you guys. My band did not quit. We found a new singer within that first you know, two weeks, basically, because we probably auditioned 10 people in a week or so. And we found that first person that was like, you're it. We're gonna go on tour with you. You can make it work. And they did. And we were able to go out and capitalize on that opportunity, even if we weren't at 100%. Maybe we were running at 75%, but it was better than missing the opportunity. And if you have that kind of drive, that sort of nothing will stop me attitude, then it's hard for something to actually stop you. Even the death of an important member of your band can't stop you if you're driven enough and if you're committed to being consistent. Now, I'm gonna throw you guys a little bonus tip that'll hopefully help you guys out. So number four, when it comes down to this stuff, is you have to focus on learning not only the art of music and the craft of music, but you have to also learn the business side of this industry. Because if you don't understand the business side of this industry, you may be the most talented, unknown person in the bedroom, right? Who wants to be that? I'm super amazing, I'm probably one of the best the world's ever known, but no one would ever know it because I don't know anything about the business. I just studied the craft 
for 20 years, became an amazing player, but you'd never know because I don't know how to market. I don't know how to do the business side of this industry. Now, the flip side of that is if you only focus on the industry side and you don't focus on the craft, then effectively you're just polishing turds. I remember this one band that actually, I was in a band with a few of the members and they broke away to form this like pop rock band. And what they were trying to do was kind of do the whole Disney thing. They were trying to hop on the whole, you know, super PG kids kind of thing. And they made this music that was just, it was awful. Like, and I'm not even trying to be rude because I know there's a certain level of subjectivity when it comes down to music. This music was objectively bad, but the production quality was pretty good. They had great studios that helped, you know, record these songs. They had a great pro shop music video that was in super HD. That band disbanded because you can only polish a turd so much. If you only focus on the business side of it, then you really don't have a product to sell. And if you only focus on the art side of it, you've got a great product, but you don't know how to sell it. So you have to commit as a musician that's graduating and getting out of you know, high school and college, you gotta think, okay, it's time to commit. It's time to become a professional musician if that's the path that you wanna be on. And you have to commit to understanding not just how the craft works or how to write good songs and what makes a good song, but also you have to understand how the business side of it works. Who are the players? How do I negotiate pay? How do I make my hometown shows look a little bit like this instead of looking like this, right? How many times have you played a hometown show to get paid 20 bucks or 100 bucks? This is just, by the way, the ticket sales from our most recent hometown show, and it's a little under two grand. Those are all 20s, by the way. So I'm not doing that to show off. I'm doing that to show you that if you understand the business side of this industry, you can actually get fans, play the music you wanna play, and make a profit. This isn't even including the merch that we sold that night, y'all. That's a little under two grand in ticket sales, and we made a little under a grand in merchandise sales. That is the potential of understanding the business properly while also taking care of your craft. This is what I'm trying to hopefully cultivate in this channel of Musician Mastery if you're listening on the podcast. By the way, thanks for listening. Wherever you're tuning in from, the whole purpose of this channel is to create a new class of musicians that understand the art just as good as anybody else, but they understand the business side of the industry so that they can go and make a profit and actually use that profit to keep creating the music they wanna create. They can have a living in this business creating the art they want to create because they took the time to understand the business side. So they understand how to make a decent profit without you know, sacrificing their integrity. That is totally possible nowadays. This is the opportunity that you have in front of you. What I want you to think of is the fact that you're leaving high school and you're leaving college. This is a tremendous opportunity for you. I mean, some people view this as a problem like my friend did. Oh no, what am I gonna do? If you can view this problem as an opportunity to really learn how the industry works so that you can actually have good paydays and actually do what you love doing, wouldn't it be worth it to actually understand the business side of this industry? And wouldn't that actually pay you dividends more in the future than if you were just one of those like, I am strictly about the art, I don't even care a little bit about the money. It's like, okay, cool, good for you, but I'm probably not gonna hear much from you in the future just because of how business works and how marketing works. I want you guys to understand something. This is a kind of a tough pill to swallow if you're a musician. But in this day and age, you're effectively an artist and a marketer. And if you don't understand marketing and you don't understand sales to convert that marketing, it's gonna be very hard for you to grow a following. It's just gonna basically 
you're gonna be relying on chance, right? And not chance the rapper. <laughs> no, you're gonna be relying strictly on chance and hope for your dreams to come true instead of actually committing to taking the steps, defining the goal, taking the actionable steps toward that goal, being committed and not faltering off the path of getting towards that goal, right? That's talking about those three things I mentioned earlier, okay? So whenever you cross the finish line for that first goal, maybe you know you feel that right now, you just graduated high school, aim high and aim for something that's actually gonna produce the life that you want to live. Most musicians that I've met personally, this is kind of anecdotal, but most of the musicians that I've met personally, I've met thousands of musicians traveling around the country and doing this channel, a lot of them are very upset and unhappy with the current position they are in their life because they wanna be making a little bit more money, but they don't wanna come across as greedy or things like that. Now that's kind of some of the stuff that I cover in my musician, uh, excuse me, in the Money Smart Musician program, which is basically financial literacy for musicians. So if you're interested in that, by the way, you can sign up for our free Facebook group. It's a community of musicians that are all like-minded in this goal of trying to understand money better and how it works so that we can be free financially to create the art we wanna create and not have to be always so worried about bills and all oh, the bill collectors and the debt collectors and the credit cards and uh, we don't have to worry about that because when you're a money smart musician, you understand how money works and you understand how you can use it to serve not only your music business and your fans, but you can also use it to serve your fulfillment as an artist as well. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. And again, if you're graduating, congratulations. You made it to the end of the tunnel. You made it through the, fir you know, the first finish line. But now it's time to identify where the next step is, okay? So I want you to do three things for me, okay? One, I want you to define the very next goal that you have, okay? Maybe that goal is finding band members. Maybe that goal is writing a single. Maybe that goal is acquiring some recording equipment and learning how to produce yourself. Whatever that goal is, commit to it and be very rigid in the result you're trying to get. Don't change the goal, but maybe change the approach to achieve that goal, okay? But while you're doing this, this is all coming down to you being consistent, okay? So number two, you gotta be consistent with these things. Don't quit. If you run into a problem, view it as an opportunity, not just a problem that's gonna destroy your whole career, okay? And then number three, now that you're committed to getting a certain result and you've actually taken the time to like be consistent, you're making the, you know, you're taking the action, you're doing the work, last thing you need to do is make sure that you include a hefty bit of knowledge of not only how songwriting works and how the best songs are created, but also how the music business operates. I've actually got a course for both of these type of problems. If you want to check that out, I've got something called the songwriting mini course, which you can click in the description below. And what that is, is effectively a course breaking down what I call the archetypes of successful songs. All that means is whether it's jazz, whether it's pop, rap, rock, whatever it happens to be, every successful song has a unique set of traits that we can learn from and then apply to our music. And that's what the songwriting mini course is gonna help us do. And then I also have the Money Smart Musician program, which you can get into, which is basically a quick course of financial literacy specifically for musicians. So if you're interested in that, please click below. If you're not already listening to this on the Musician Mastery Podcast, go over to any place that podcasts are available for you and check out the Musician Mastery Podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. Please hit the notification bell to get notified when more content just like this comes out. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I will see you on the next video. Congratulations, class of two, uh, 2021. I'll see you next time.